Coming up in this special Universal Land Sea episode, we're discussing the Lowe's Portofino Bay Hotel at Universal Orlando Resort. From the Bob Varley Studio, this is the Disunplugged Universal Edition. This is episode 44 of the Disunplugged Universal Edition. The Disunplugged Universal Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel. Let the experts at Dreams Unlimited Travel help you plan the perfect Universal Orlando vacation, whether you're staying on site, visiting the parks, or adding on a Royal Caribbean cruise. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this special episode. I am your host, Craig Williams, and today I am joined by Rhino Clavin. Buongiorno. <laughs> Spoken like a true queen. <laughs> Our special guest star, Pete Werner. Hey, everybody. Jenny Lynn Nope. Hello. And back on the controls, as always, producer, Dustin West. Dustin T. West. Dustin T. West. I forgot about that. It's already been so long since the last time we've talked about that. <laughs> and we have a storm. A storm of brewing. Taking place. Well, all, all types of perfect storms happening right now. Uh, this, of course, is the first episode of our Universal Land and Sea series that we are putting on for you, where we stayed at all four Universal resorts, including the, uh, the Lowe's Portofino Bay Hotel, the Hard Rock Hotel, the Royal Pacific Resort, and the newest one of the bunch, the Cabana Bay Beach Resort. Uh, and then we we finished that off with a very wonderful cruise on Royal Caribbean's Enchantment of the Seas. Uh, so we did all of that over the course of eight days. Eight days. Yeah. It was eight days. It was, a, it was a nice, fun, adventurous eight days filled with a whole lot of stuff. And uh, this episode will be specifically... Purposed around Portofino, though. Uh, so how we kind of did this was we all stayed in a different resort. And uh, so I took Royal Pacific. JL was at Cabana, Cabana Bay. Bay. Pete was at Hard Rock. And then Rhino got the privilege of staying at Portofino for his first hotel stay ever, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, not I, on Universal yeah, property. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> not on a hotel. Uh, but it was, it was his first time out of the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've come a long way, Dorothy. Uh, and, All right. All right. <laughs> uh, I'm not allowed to do it, too. <laughs> okay. Uh, I guess I'm not. But anyways, so let's, go, so let's start it off with a little bit of the background of Portofino. So uh, it was, in fact, the first hotel to ever be at Universal Orlando Resort, uh, and it was all part of the great expansion. Expansion, that's the word I was looking for. The great expansion of the resort that where it went from just Universal Studios Florida all the way up to Islands of Adventure and the the uh, version of City Walk that we have out there. And uh, I think it's important to mention though that this hotel was being built simultaneously with City Walk and Islands of Adventure, this construction project was massive. Yeah. And I remember when that was going, when we moved down here in 98, um, it was all dirt piles. Oh, yeah. It's all dirt piles. But they did this all in one in one shot, basically. Yeah. And they also had Hard Rock that wasn't quite starting construction yet, but it, it started right about the same time that 
all of those other properties were open up. So it was just a massive time for Universal. Right. Well, where the, the Hard period. Rock, where the Hard Rock Hotel is now, they used that's where the Hard Rock Cafe used to be. Yeah. And oh. right outside of that, right outside the park, where you could leave the park to go into Hard Rock, uh, the Hard Rock Cafe, was the Psycho House. Which my heart broke yeah. when they tore that down, but they tore it down to make room for the Hard Rock Hotel, and I guess we'll talk about that tomorrow. But yeah. um. well, just another note on kind of like what you're uh, touching on there, that you know the and we'll we'll talk more about all of it later. But uh, the fact that they were all those things were built at the same time uh, gives you an idea of why Universal and CityWalk and the hotels flow the way that they do. That you can walk to everything and that it all flows together versus something like Disney where you have to take a bus to everything because they keep well that and the fact that they have eleven square feet of land <laughs> versus yeah. Disney's <laughs> forty three million. So. Um, you know, it's a uh, it, there's there's that too, but yeah. yeah, no, it was all planned out this way. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and it was it's all comes together very nicely in the package that we have today for it. And uh, of course, it's not only just the first hotel, Portofino. I mean, it is also the flagship resort of the entire and of the entire Universal Orlando resort. Uh, it's definitely the most elegant. Uh, it's based on actual. Portofino, the town in Italy that I don't think, Pete, have you ever been there in your travels? No, not to Portofino, Italy. But if you look at pictures of actual Portofino Bay, Italy, and compare them side by side, uh, maybe we could, there's a way, because I've got one up in front of me here. Um, If we can... Oh, yeah, I'll I'll get a picture. You look at the actual city of Portofino, the town of Portofino in Italy, and look at what they built at this resort, and it is stunning. As a matter of fact, for the grand opening of the hotel, they had the mayor of Portofino uh, come out to help dedicate the property. And she said uh, in her speech that uh, this looks exactly like my town, except it's cleaner. Um, (laughs) And uh, so that's like the highest praise uh, that I think they could have gotten with it. But like I said, when you look at the pictures, it's, and we'll, Get this oh, yeah. to you so you can put it up in post. But, um, I mean, it's really – when I saw this particular picture I'm looking at now, I'm like, damn, that's – they oh, really they, nailed it. No, absolutely. And it's such – whenever you drive onto this resort, especially if you are driving in, you make that first bend after you go through the grand entrance. And you just see the whole Portofino Bay area of the hotel. Study reveal. Oh, yeah. It, it's it's even better at night, in my opinion. In the daytime, it is it is gorgeous. But at night, with all the lights and the, the boats that they have in the middle of the bay, it's just one of those things. You, you don't quite expect it from Universal, or at least I didn't whenever the first time I experienced their hotels. I, I don't know what I thought I was going to get into. Whenever I saw that, I just was completely blown away. Well, this, this hotel, along with Islands of Adventure, was... Universal Creative's way of saying we've arrived. Yeah, uh, we're not we're not second tier. Uh, they they poached a lot of Disney Imagineers uh, when they were doing this project, and you know you can see that especially when you go through Islands of Adventure, you can really see so much of that detail there. But you know you take a look at Universal Studios and you take a look at Islands of Adventure, and that's the difference between the beginning. And then this, what began this second phase, really, of, of the resort. 
And I say second phase because I believe now we are in the third phase. Yep. And I hope we don't all die <laughs> sitting here surrounded by electronics and lights and there's thunder outside. So, But, yeah, I mean, you're, you're right. And, and for me, this particular property, and I've said this before, so I don't think I'm going out on a limb here. This is my favorite hotel in Orlando. And uh, nothing that has happened... Uh, in the last year, the times I've stayed there and this experience has done anything to change that impression. Uh, this, in my opinion, is the best hotel in Orlando. And uh, I'm, you know, I realize there's a lot of people who may disagree with me, but uh, for a variety of reasons that I'll get into in a little bit, I, that's why I say that about this, this particular property. It's, it's incredible. My favorite place to stay in Orlando. Yeah. So before we get too deep into this, Rhino, I already mentioned that it was your first time ever staying at any of the Universal Resorts. Uh, so what did you think? And just, just your initial impressions going into it. How did you feel actually seeing it for the first time? Well, yeah, I was just going to say, I was like, I didn't. I should preface that with saying I never even have stepped foot on any of the resorts before this experience. So, you know, my big reveal was the... I had to follow the maps and turn into the parking lot and or I'm um, not the parking lot excuse me like the the entryway or the driveway yeah. like because it's got a really long entrance road that comes up to it and it's true as soon as you take that left to turn into it or right whatever like it just you make that bend and I just was like you know I wanted to pull over and just sit there for a second because I and a lot of believe, people a know? lot of people do and that's something we should caution folks yeah when you're coming up that road it is not unusual for a car to be stopped on that bend yeah, yeah. and the people get out and they take pictures not realizing it's an active roadway yeah so I can't tell you the number of times I damn near careened in <laughs> yeah. so yeah. please be mindful driving into Portofino Th that, that does are, happen there are plenty of sidewalks to get on back up there to take more pictures too like there's there's literally a little area right it's there it's an easy so. walk yeah yeah and um, I just I don't know I it's like what you said uh, I think you had said earlier um, I, I don't know what I expected going into it like i love universal um but i don't know if i've seen this level of elegance i want to say in necessarily anywhere else like, elegance is a good word yeah like it, it's just it it they do their theming thing so well and this maybe was the first i mean i guess islands adventure was happening at the same time but these were definitely stamps on that like this is the beginning of it you know i just felt like i was somewhere else i mean you pull up to the main entrance of the hotel and it's just this awesome um rotunda, rotunda. is that yeah. the right word like a circular area and and i literally it's actually it's actually a, a referred to as a portico share oh um and that's where you check in for valet yeah. bellman get your bags things and like that by the time you're up there you just feel like you're in you're in a different place <laughs> like you've driven out of orlando and somehow you've crossed the seas yeah, I, you I know like. and i have had people that uh, i know i've been to italy a few times um Mostly on cruises, but also on, you know, we just did that Italy trip last September. And uh, I, you know, there are people who disagree with me on this, but I absolutely feel like I'm in Italy when I'm there. Mm -hmm. um, some of the details of this resort absolutely just capture that essence and that feeling for me. Yeah, well, I, would, I got to walk around with you a couple of times there, and you... You would keep having a stop and and just like you were you kept saying like oh this you know this reminds me of where we were in this place and this reminded me of where we were in this place and that's how you kind of know too is that you were basically my like well I wonder if this is America's version of it or you know well, how look, does it it's, hold it's up, absolutely know? much the same way that France and Epcot is an idealized sanitized version <laughs> of Paris 
um, you can look at some of the details in these places, and if you've been there, they evoke those memories. Yeah. Um, obviously, you know, do I feel like I've instantly been transported back to Italy? No. Mainly because people aren't trying to kill me on the road. Um, <laughs> but there, there are these, these details that are throughout the resort that just evoke that memory for me. Yeah. And... Um, I, so, and that's what I look at in terms of theming, any property, any theme park. What I look at in terms of theming is, does it accomplish that? Of course, it's not going to make you feel like you're actually in Paris unless you're, you know, you're mentally deficient and haven't taken your medication. <laughs> um, but, you know, it will, if you've been there, it will evoke those, those memories. It will evoke those emotions. And I, one of the reasons why I say Portofino is my favorite is because it does that. I, I appreciated this resort more after visiting Italy yeah. as opposed to less. Because, you know, before I'd visited Italy and I'd been to Portofino, the, the Portofino Bay, I'm like, I wonder, you know, what is it really like? Though? Yeah. You know, I know this probably isn't exactly what it is. Uh, and it is. It's a very clean version of a lot of things we saw in Italy. Well, I have to say, too, is that um, what I what kind of took me back initially of getting there is, you know, the entrance is all, everybody always expects the entrance to ha- kind of have this grand feel to it. But it didn't stop there either. Like you walk into the lobby and even inside the lobby, the interior of the building is like the I don't, the exterior streets of Somewhere in Italy, you know, you know what I'm talking yeah, about. Absolutely. The whole way. You're uh, inside, but you feel like you're outside. Yeah, and, and then you'll go outside, and they have just beautiful. I don't want to go into too much detail because I'm sure you're going to break down how the hotel's set up. But it's the, the there's a courtyard outside. The pools outside are just incredible. Um, it, it, there was literally not a spot in the entire hotel, and I I walked around the entire area several times just to look, not even to do anything, just to get my feel of it, and I was just blown away the whole time. Yep. And that's a perfect segue into explaining how the hotel set up. So obviously you drive up, you have your porticochet, 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 learning new words. So this was like uh, him trying to pronounce Givenchy <laughs> on yesterday's show. <laughs> it was, that was it. They're hard. Givenchy. All hard words. Uh, and then you do make your way into the lobby, which has a ton of seating all all throughout and it's all designed so eloquently and that's also where the uh, check-in desks are and uh, you never really see that much of a line at those check-in desks because one thing that Lowe's hotels are great at is actually expediting the process of checking in and making everything quick and painless not only that not only that they are and this this was true at each of the resorts that we visited and not just this time but also anytime I've been there the most professional, well-trained front desk staff I've ever seen. Um, and this is something I think this is a Lowe's touch because yep. I've noticed it at Lowe's, other Lowe's hotels I've stayed in. There is a certain, there's a certain level of professionalism that I've noticed there that I just don't see in any other properties. I, I have a very specific example to go along with what you're talking about here too. I, the first night we'd got in, we checked in and then I went over to your hotel um, I the envelope that had my room keys in it I had on the table and when we cleared the table they my keys got thrown away with it and I didn't realize it till like 11:30 at night and I didn't I couldn't remember where I was I didn't know the room I was in I didn't know how to get there and I was like and I was panicking too because I didn't want to tell you that I had just lost the hotel room keys so I'm like I don't know how I'm going to do this cuz how do I prove I am who I am and what room I'm in and 
they were incredibly helpful. Like they were amazing with me on the phone and um, they made it super like what could have been a travesty to begin my weekend was just amazing. They were wonderful people at the front desk. The dedication to the guest experience is evident throughout these hotels. Um, and again, that that has a lot to do with Lowe's because Lowe's has a standard. I love Lowe's hotels. Um, I'm, it's a, you know, Unfortunately, there aren't more of them. If there were more of them, I'd stay in more of them. But, you know, these are all Lowe's hotels here. Uh, of course, when we do the Backstage Magic, the Adventures by Disney Backstage Magic trips, um, our hotel, well, it used to be a Lowe's. It's not a Lowe's anymore. But um, the uh, the Renaissance, uh, well, what is it now? Is It it is Lowe's Hollywood, isn't it? It's, is it Lowe's Hollywood? The, for the is it still right? Lowe's? I thought it changed. As of December, when we were just there, okay, it was Lowe's. It was okay, Lowe's Hollywood. I'm having a, I'm having a, a mild stroke, but um, you know that that's a Lowe's hotel, and the same thing there, that same level of service. This is what Lowe's is known for, and um, you know I, I have frequently said uh, that thank God Universal didn't get their hands on the staffing, um, <laughs> because uh, it, I don't think Universal Universal doesn't know how to run hotels, and to their credit, they knew that, and they didn't try. Uh, they partnered with Lowe's, exactly. and they partnered with a good of all the chains they could have partnered with. This was a particularly good, uh, a per- particularly smart choice. I agree. Uh, so that's where the check-in process happens, and then, as you mentioned, the shopping area that's right beside the check-in desk. Then, well, b- before sorry. you before you go off into the shopping area, there's one detail that was the first for me the first time I walked into that lobby was the first thing I noticed it is covered in Italian marble and Italian marble exists throughout this hotel and that's not cheap um so you talk about an elegant experience that for me when you know you see that that incredible marble lobby that marble floor um the details in as you walk in the check-in is on the right registration is on the right on the left is the seating area, this beautiful yeah. plush seating area. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, always, you know, f- flavored water is out there for you to take at your leisure throughout the day. Um, I've seen them have coffee out there. They've stopped doing that, but they used to do that. They used to have a little when coffee When I was there, service. they had limoncello. They were serving limoncello? Limoncello. It was non-alcoholic. Oh, well, then it's not limoncello. Lim- well, that's <laughs> what they lemonade. called it. Then it's lemonade. They had the little um, sign, lemon, L-I-M-O. Yeah, limoncello. Limoncello. But... You know, absolutely. I mean, just a gorgeous lobby, and always this incredible spray of orchids. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in the middle of this lobby, that you know, I, I, you know, Walter would just die every time he would see because those are hard to put together. I mean, orchids are hard to maintain to begin with, but then to put together that kind of arrangement. I mean, it's very expensive, and they're fresh, and they're real, and they're replaced constantly so that they always look great. Yeah. Um, so, again, those little touches, I always felt that kind of sets the tone you walk in. Uh, you only get one chance to make a first impression, and it's a very elegant first impression, especially if you've been to other oh, yeah. other places and other hotels. So, mm-hmm. uh, and Not only that, I think a lot of those details, for the most part, go unnoticed because they just all blend together so well correct and that also says a perfect lobby in that entire area because if you walk in and you start noticing all those small little things that don't look like that's not great but this does it just flows so well and it's so inviting and welcoming and uh most of their hotels do a great job of doing that um 
as I mentioned, then there's shopping right off the lobby area. And this is one of the coolest sections of the hotel because it all it makes it look like an outdoor like an alley, like an outdoor yeah. street alley at night. And uh, I mean, if you've been over to Nocturne Alley at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter and saw how they handle uh, doing a scene that's outside indoor, at night, even though it's really just indoors, it's it's done so well. And then uh, you just keep walking all the way around back there and you see all of the event and conference rooms that I mean, sometimes are getting used, sometimes they're not. But you will just walk that hallway and keep feeling like you're enveloped in this entire area and then of course up there is also bar american one of the lounges that you can hang out at and but from those two ways from the lobby it branches out into the actual rooms itself that are sprawling and at some point seem like they go on forever well the this uh, this alley that you're speaking of and, of, and bar, is on one side on the right side which leads around to the conference space and on the left side bar american but these things surround the Piazza Centrale, yes, which is uh, that beautiful fountain, that the- great, that great outdoor area. That again, that you talk about the details of reminding you of a place. For those of you who have been to Italy and in, in, in specific in Europe in general, you know you turn a corner and there's this beautiful plaza. You'll be walking down the street, you'll hang a left, and there's this like this great plaza with seating and and that's what this is. It's it's just kind of this really cool. I think they should do more out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, it, that's one of the things where you kind of see the little, those little touches and details. There's a fountain out there. Um, great place to just co- go and kind of, if you want quiet. Yeah. Uh, it's always very, very quiet out there. But yeah. that, that kind of sits in the middle of these two these two wings. Yeah. And it's uh, you can see it right away, but it's almost still a hidden gem because without, except for people walking through it. You rarely just see anyone spending time in there. And the wings do branch out, and it will obviously make a V kind of in the entire central, uh, the main piazza. And that's where you're going to find uh, all the big restaurants, like Biche is right off there. That's how it's pronounced, right? Biche, correct. Biche, okay. Uh, Mama Della's, uh, one of the best restaurants that you'll find at Universal, is also down in the main piazza, as well as the Trattoria del Porto, uh, Starbucks. Sal's Market Deli. Sal's Market Deli. Great place to go eat. And then also, there's lots of photo ops down there, because they have it all set up like it's an actual working piazza street in italy so you'll see all the boats out in the harbor that obviously have no people in them and then they have the uh, mopeds all around that you can sit on and i know that's one of jl's favorite things to do there in the in the gallery of pictures that you have for me there's a picture of dustin on one of those (laughs) i've got one of craig too i think each one of of us has taken a picture of the other one not me i no. It, <laughs> it's just such a cool little thing. Not my to contract. Do. <laughs> uh, but this is the main area there, and that's also where you can catch the boat shuttle that will take you to the parks and city walk if you want to. Uh, I, have, I have to say something that I thought was kind of yes. cool that I caught with the the boats that are in the um, in the water mm-hmm. right there. I thought I figured they were all just kind of nailed down into the thing, but. I, I, you'll see in the video, but there's what, one nailed that, into the water. Yeah, like, like, you like anchor. No, because you yeah, can anchored. do that. Like, I thought they were all like there was, can, It wasn't elegantly done. Something, it wasn't. something that the people have now learned is that you can nail things into the water. <laughs> Very um, practical. But the boats, when the wind goes, you can see them swinging around. So it's, it's like somebody dropped anchor, got out, and 
you know, just came ashore, which I yeah. thought was a nice touch. It, it it gives it life. You know, it's not it's not all still out. Well, there. again, looking at pictures of the of, of the real Portofino, Italy, that that harbor is always full of boats. It's a fishing village, um, and so that's its history. It's a fishing village, so that's what that's meant to re- really represent: is the little fishing boats and things that would go out and bring back the fish for the old Italian ladies. And uh, from the piazza, you can also start making your way into some of the lesser and seen lesser seen areas of the hotel uh one of them that's not uh not so much of a lesser seen place is of course the pool which is one of the most incredible pools that you'll see anywhere uh that's kind of shaped around roman ruins and or not roman ruins but just italian ruins and we'll get to well, the- any italian ruins are pretty much going to be roman so oh, i guess yeah they did have a giant <laughs> empire that took up a lot of europe uh and <laughs> you just from there you think that it would just end with the pool but then you just keep wandering this resort and then you'll find just also well thing. important to mention there's a few important things to mention with the pool number one with the main pool in particular it's a zero entry pool which means that it is very accessible uh, handicap accessible, and uh, it is. Uh, it's doesn't exactly have a lazy river, but it does have an area that goes underneath this fort, which is yeah. up in the fort is where yeah. the slide is. That I comes think it's down. supposed to be a Roman aqueduct. Yeah, um, an old Roman aqueduct. Um, the thing that I like so much about the pool area is extremely family friendly. Like a family can just set up camp there for the day. Everything is right there. Well, and it is, kids section it is, great it, got it is, there's a, a nice kids area, but more importantly, it's completely enclosed. Mm-hmm. So there's, you know, there's only one way in and out. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I think most kids, most younger kids are going to have a hard time because the, the latch is on top right. of the gate to get in so yeah. if they can't reach it they can't get in and out so you know i know that's a big consideration when i talk to yeah. parents that well just the whole setup of it is so fantastic <laughs> because everything is right there like i said you've got the kids play area which is right next to the pool and i mean um which i mean there's not much to it but for little ones that's a it's a really great area for kids to do something other than the pool but they can go back and forth between the pool and the play area the whole while mom's, you know, conducting the show from her lounge chair on the beach. And then on, I don't, I don't know if this is a good time to get into it, but on the other side, they've got Splendidos. Did you want to talk about that later or should I bring yeah, we'll, it in now? Yeah, we'll save that for the dining. Okay. But it's just, it's this really great arrangement for families where you can just kind of, you get your lounge chairs and you set up and everybody can kind of have a little bit of freedom going off and a, a little bit of a ways, but mom and dad still have, it's still, everything's within close proximity, so it's not out of control. Kids can roam and have fun. Mom and dad can sit and relax and not And everyone can feel much. safe. Exactly. Right. What's nice, too, is, that, again, with the, the little touches, they have the flavored water out there with the cups for everybody. Again, mm-hmm. there was, like you were talking about, um, the kids' stuff, There's the they have the, um, the games on the ground for them that aren't even just pool-oriented, so they're just right. stuff, but they're still in that enclosed area. There's actually nice. a pool table out there in a section and this is just one small part of the tucked away areas then you keep Mm -hmm. walking and you'll find giant wide open courtyards that can be used for weddings other events as well as just random bocce ball courts well there's also of the bocce there's also what's known as the villas pool yes uh, back there which when the resort opened that was exclusive to villas guests you had to be staying on the villas side in order to use that pool. See, this is why you need to have me on these things. Yeah. <laughs> I have the history. Um, 
and the uh, but eventually it just wasn't tenable. Yeah, because um, you had to use a key. Remember, we used to have to use a key yeah. or Villa's key it, to it get in. It still has the old like key lock on the door, yeah, but, but it doesn't, it doesn't work. Use. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't work. Uh, now that's open, everybody. That's considered a quiet pool. Um, and while there are a few cabanas for rent around the family pool, there's far more of them around the quiet, around the quiet pool. pool. And again, you know, cabanas with uh, you know the table, the chairs, the sofa. Uh, the phone, the refrigerator, television, fan. ceiling fan. Um, plus, they'll come around and serve drinks and food right to the cabana. And it costs, generally speaking, they, they yield the price of the cabanas based on the time of year and, and the occupancy rate of the hotel. So I have paid as much as 350 to $400 for a day in one of these cabanas. I paid as little as 200 And it all depends on, and they will also rent them for half days. You don't have to always rent them for the full day. They will rent them for half days. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just going to say this pool also reminds me of like this would be like Oprah's pool or something like some mega rich person. It's like really, really fancy mansion type. Yeah, it's gorgeous. It's absolutely beautifully landscaped. And I haven't been in the pool in a while, but there was something in this. We're going back a few years when I did like was in this pool. There was something about the water that something that they treated it with or some, it felt like you were the only way I could describe it. And it doesn't make it much sense. It felt like the, like you were walking through silk. This water was so soft and so flowing. And there was some, and everybody that went into it said the same thing. Yeah, that's kind of weird. It feels great, but it's kind of different. You know, I don't slippery water. Well, it just it one. was it was so you know as opposed to hard water, mm-hmm. it was very soft yeah. water, and I don't know if it's still like that. I again, I avoid taking my shirt off in public as <laughs> unless it is an absolute. If, if they have to give me like uh, uh, the shock paddles to get my heart going, then okay. <laughs> but outside of that, really, I have an obligation to society not to show them that. Um, but when I didn't care so much, um, I and I would go into pools. That was one of the things I noticed about that pool. I don't know if that's changed since then, but there's also two hot tubs, I believe, back there. Yeah, yes. well. and there's a dive, uh, a cool, like a dive, what do they call those? It's not a diving pool. Um, there's, there's a word, but it's a smaller pool, and I like. A plunge pool. Plunge, plunge pool. pool, yeah. That's it. Yeah. And this is the, these are the uh, hot tubs that uh, you will. L- are much less likely to find five year olds in. Oh, yeah. Nothing drives me more insane than seeing a hot tub full of toddlers. So I'm looking right into the camera for this. You're boiling away your grandchildren. (laughs) It is not healthy for toddlers to be in 102 degree water. Okay? Stop bringing in, in the swim diapers. Oh, God. Okay? You really think your kid isn't pissing in this thing? And do you really think we want to swim in your kids' piss? We don't. Keep them out of the damn hot tubs. Please, please, stop it. Stop it. Go up to the room and take a damn bath. And then he can piss in it all he wants. But if I'm, if I'm sitting in it, I don't want to bathe in your child's urine. Okay? So please. 
It drives me crazy. Biggest pet peeves at these <laughs> these resorts. I don't know why they don't enforce a strict policy. You know what? It's going to happen when something, God forbid, tragic happens and one of these kids dies in one. Mm-hmm. Then they're going to say, okay, 16 and older only. You got to be able to control your bladder while you're in it. If you oh, can't, yeah. you shouldn't be in there. Well, there's, they're always getting in in front of the sign that says like the recommended age. <laughs> and I'm always just staring at the kid and reading the sign and I'll always be like, hmm, suggested age. Like, it's no, normally what they say is that if you're under 16, you have to be there with a parent. Yeah. It doesn't forbid them from being in it. It just says you have to be there with a parent. And, you know, I don't know. I just, why? Why? Why do your kids need to be in a hot tub? They got the kiddie pool. They got the pool. They got the slide. They got all this. Keep them out of the damn hot tub. Thank you. It's got a new catchphrase. Uh, <laughs> Stay out of the damn hot tub. <laughs> I think that's a perfect time to go into something a little more comfortable. Uh, let's talk about the actual rooms. So there are 750 total rooms at Portofino. So there, there's a good deal of them. Uh, you can have one of two views typically, and it's going to be either a garden view, which we'll look out at some of the uh, the landscaped areas, which a lot of times it could be better than the other view, which is a bay view. Uh, and the bay view can be very, very gorgeous, and it's great people watching. But some of the landscapes in this hotel are just so incredible that you'd rather be just having peaceful, relaxing views. Uh, I know one of the views I had there the, the last time I stayed was considered a garden view, but it was just kind of looking off at the pool, and then I could also watch the fireworks over at mm-hmm. the studios in the background, and that's something you might be able to get from some of the bay rooms, but not a lot of them. Uh, also, I, if we're going to talk about rooms, there are uh, there are a couple of different a uh, couple of different levels. Yes, you have a standard a standard room and a deluxe room, and the standard room. Don't quote me on this. I want to say it's about 375 square feet. 450 square feet. On the standard? Yep. And what's the deluxe? The deluxe is 490. Okay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I had that wrong. Um, So the deluxe room is also a little bit larger. The way you know the difference, though, for those of you who can't eyeball 40 square feet, um, if your bathroom has a closing shutter that would open up into the rest of the room, Defying logic, <laughs> that you know that is a deluxe room. The ones with the shutters, that's a deluxe room. If you don't have the shutters, you're in a standard room. Now, all that being said, um, why you would want open shutters while you're using the toilet? I can't even imagine this room. Like, I'm gonna have to look up. Defies later. defies logic. It just defies logic. Um, it, 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 why, why do you need, now somebody had told me once it was so that if you were in the bathtub, cause they have a, they have a Roman bath. It's not a jacuzzi. It's a Roman bath, um, which looks like a jacuzzi except without the jets. You could watch, watch TV. television. Yeah. I, ch- uh, unless you're nine feet tall, <laughs> you can't. You can't. <laughs> so I, I challenge anyone to actually accomplish that, but. You know, if that's your relationship and, you know, you like having the windows open and letting everybody see you go to the bathroom, the deluxe room is perfect for you. It's also a larger bathroom. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, then from there, even, you can also get these deluxe rooms added on with the concierge, the club level side. Right. And they have a concierge lounge that's open between the hours of 7 o'clock in the morning all the way through 10 o'clock at night. Throughout the day, they'll be serving various foods. Uh, 
I think most of us, except for Rhino again, have stayed in their club level at one point in time or another. And yeah, it's very it's, typical offering. Yes. It's very typical offering. You have the continental breakfast in the morning. You have snacks throughout the day. You'll have hot and cold hors d'oeuvres at night, along with uh, beer, wine, and aperitifs, depending. Um, and, you know, it's kind of standard standard issue. Well, I shouldn't say standard issue because there's a lot of concierge lounges that don't do it like that anymore. But if you've stayed concierge at Disney, the experience is not all that different uh, at Portofino. Can I that, also? Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. That being said, um, the experience is not that much different at Portofino, in yeah. my opinion. I, th- I feel like the concierge could have been a couple steps, yeah. c- couple steps up. Especially because... Lowe's is running the concierge and then Universal still handles their own ticket section. That and was all my that. big complaint. And so because you have that that juncture, the Lowe's people can only help you so much. And then if it starts getting into questions about the parks, uh, getting dining reservations around, then they have to throw it over to the Universal people. And there's they need to find a way that they can meld that together. Yeah, and there's no excuse. There's really no excuse for it um, because, you know, we wanted to get uh, dining with the dining the dining plan and the concierge barely looking up from his desk oh you got to go outside for that there's a desk outside literally right outside the concierge door is, is the desk where they sell the tickets and the dining the dining vouchers and things like that and i'm like well thanks for your help um <laughs> and uh you know it it really it kind of belies the 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 whole point of concierge they're supposed to, you know, they're supposed to handle all of that for you. Yeah. And it is because of the segmentation between Lowe's and Universal, uh, you know, and, and there's really just no reason. Let them pick up the phone and make a dining reservation. Let them print the tickets. Let them handle the tickets. Train them. Believe me, you're not launching rockets into space here. You can train the concierge. They can handle it. I'm, I have full faith in them. They can handle it. But for whatever reason, they don't. I just want to mention something about the lounge itself. Is it just me or does it feel kind of like an afterthought in terms of the construction? Because it has like this weird wall that doesn't look like the rest of them that separates it from. I agree. What's up with that? It just, it doesn't seem to fit in. It's in an odd place off the lobby. It it, it doesn't have any kind of special. There are very few rooms that are convenient to this lounge. Yeah. Um, where it's located. And as a matter of fact, for most people, elevators and long walks down long hallways uh, are involved before you get to this lounge. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but I guess they wanted to centrally locate everything around that main, main lobby and Piazza area. So, and it's great for whenever you're walking in at the end of the day and you still want to grab a drink. But (laughs) other than that, it is a little bit inconvenient. And then for the rooms, uh, after the club level, then it can go up to suites, which I believe they start in the 680 range. And then a lot of the bigger suites are in the 900 square foot range. And uh, then it just keeps going up to the presidential, which is just absurdly massive. Uh, so if that's and also in your price range. The, the, uh, keep in mind the kids suites. Yeah, the Despicable Me kids suites and, here. Um, but just if you're looking into those particular suites... Um, just brace yourself because they are expensive. They are absurdly expensive. I mean, I've seen them. I've seen them as high as seven, eight hundred dollars a night uh, for those suites. Depending again, it's all yielded based on occupancy and time of year. They're never inexpensive though, yep. and they're always full and they're hard to get. So, if you want one of those suites, that's something that you want to book 
well in advance. I would give I would give at least six to nine months in advance to book one of those. Um, and again, keep in mind that depending on the time of year you're traveling, um, even when the occupancy in the the hotel is low, if the occupancy in those suites is high, that price is going to be jacked up. So you could see a standard. I've seen standard rooms at Portofino Bay for two fifty a night. Yeah. That's not hard to get. But then you look at these suites, these kids' suites, and they're six, seven hundred dollars, and you're like, okay, what's up there? Um, it's because the kids' suites are selling well, and that's why. Plus, and they're beautiful. They just okay. added them at Royal Pacific as well, I believe. I don't think they have kids' suites at the Hard Rock. They have kids' suites at the Hard Rock. They're not specially themed, but here at the Portofino, it's the only kids' suites are the disp- the blot Despicable Me ones, which are. Just uh, kids' dreams if they love that movie because they get to sleep in the bomb beds and just minion crap thrown everywhere around the room. And over at Royal Pacific, that's uh, Dustin and Rhino's dream, the Jurassic Park suite. Mm -hmm. uh, That I've never even been in that one to see it. But we did get to go in the Despicable Me one. And I'm jealous that I haven't been able to stay in that room yet. (laughs) It is so cool. Uh, I'll do the next round of these. (laughs) What... How do you feel about the room since you're the one who stayed in it this time? Uh, I mean, I, I think I was just in the standard, yes. the standard room, and I was surprised by how spacious it was. It was very spacious. It's got a huge, a nice long hallway um, when you first come in. Uh, you're telling me the bathrooms are bigger than the other ones? I thought my bathroom was huge. Like, cause it, yeah, no, the bathrooms are huge and loaded with marble. Yeah. Okay, oh, oh, gorgeous yeah. marble bathrooms. Yeah. Well-appointed uh well-appointed bed, well-appointed rooms. One of the things, my favorite things in these rooms is the fact that they have Carrick's. So oh, if yeah. you're a yep. Carrick fan and you don't want to miss your coffee, just bring the K-Cups with you. They do provide them there, but it's like Newman's own and Emerald's and <laughs> boom. Um, but if, you know, you bring your own with you, you know. They've got the equipment right I don't there. understand why Carrick's aren't de rigueur in every Hotel room. I don't understand why any hotel room over $150 a night doesn't have a carrying in it. Yeah. Um, but all of the Universal resorts have carrigs in the room, right? Does the not Cabana, Cabana Bay? No, no, I think that's just a coffee pot. Okay. Yeah. I think it's got because it, it fits in the theming issue. Yeah, it wouldn't fit the, the carrig wouldn't fit quite fit the theming at Cabana, but the other three have it. So yeah, so. It, and it's, it's so it's nice. And then it you know it had two um, pretty large beds in it. I don't I don't know. I'm queen size. Queen. queen. Yeah, queens, and yeah. Um, it wasn't like they were right next to each other either. There was plenty of space. Like we both could have been off the bed at the same time, legs on the ground, and still not even have been like close to touching each other. And and then. I was lucky because my room looked out onto the courtyard, too. So, you know, you get to the end of the room, and there's just this, like, big, giant window that you can just... I I heard uh, an Italian opera singer out there, and I'm, like, opening the windows and looking out into that, that um, Bay Area, and then you just look up, and there's this guy well, serenading people. Well, uh, that's every night at 8 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's called La Bella Notte. Yeah. Um, the music of the night. And they will have... I mean, in, these are the in-house guys. These are the in-house opera singers they have that normally work in the work in the room at uh, Mama Della's. Go upstairs onto the onto a balcony over the piazza and sing. And no, it's not lip synced. Yes, that is their voice. It's incredible. They are brilliant and probably one of the greatest entertainers at any hotel anywhere in the United States. And Smith. 
Um, she's oh, you always see her in Mama Della's, and this woman has an amazing voice and can just absolutely blow the walls off of a room. And she goes out there often uh, uh, for that too. And I encourage if you're at Mama Della's and you have Ann Smith, you are very lucky. You're going to get a great show because I'll come right up to the table and sing. It's a little awkward, but when Ann Smith does it, I never wave them away. When it's anybody else, it's like keep keep walking, keep walking. <laughs> well, I thought that I thought that was a nice touch. I, so if you, I mean, if you've got a room that overlooks that that the the piazza is just it's it's amazing. And then um, you know, and then also you've got your. Uh, you know, flat screen TV, and then um, there was a mini bar in there that was like completely stocked, fully stocked with like t- more than stuff than I've ever seen inside of a, a refrigerator that size in my life. So, but the beds were comfortable. The, oh yeah, bed, you the got bed, a good vibe in the room. Yeah, I it, from the second we stepped into that room, I it was very comfortable. I it's they got like I don't know if it's the color thing or just a combination of everything. I just immediately was like. I slept real well in those beds, um, and uh, yeah, it, it just like I, I actually feel a little uh, bummed out. I didn't get to spend more time in the room because it was just it made you feel like like you can relax, like a place that was very yeah. calming. Yeah, and these just, these right. are rooms that are one. You know, the 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 real uh, the real test <clears throat> for these hotels is what is it like to come back to them after a day in the theme parks? These are remarkably oh, yeah. uh, remarkably comfortable rooms. Yeah. A, they're large. B, the beds are very plush. Mm-hmm. And the bedding is really good quality bedding. So yeah. you kind of fall into these beds and you're like, oh, okay, yeah. I don't want to get out yeah. of this. And uh, my, one of my complaints has always been these beds are pretty high up off the ground. Um, they're a little higher than would be normal. and um, <clears throat> But... That also gives you that storage space underneath the bed, which is always nice so that, you know, if you want to keep your room from looking like a clothes explosion happens, <laughs> yeah. you can keep your luggage underneath the underneath the bed. Uh, but very, very comfortable. It was rooms. all very, it was very, it was very well, mainta- well maintained too. You know, we, like we were looking for the, the small details there and it was, it was just, everything was very clean. The, the, the housekeeping seems like they... They must do do a very thorough job. Generally speaking, they're pretty good. I've had some failures with housekeeping at Portofino, but generally speaking, they're good. Uh, again, you know the uh, the other test for a hotel like this is how well does the theme carry from the resort, from the common areas, through the lobby, and places like that into the room. They do a brilliant job. Again, subtleties <clears throat> using the you know it's a Wedgwood and cream color palette. Yeah. Um, really creates that relaxed elegance um, with the you know the oversized bedding and the type of mattress that's being used that really comfortable plush mattress the marble the desk in there too was the all desk, marble yeah and yeah. the and the TV stand yeah and and then you have you know you have that massive bathroom with the marble uh, kind of bringing that elegance that you see all around the resort into the rooms. And these rooms were recently redesigned, I yes. believe, and, it, um, and, and they did a brilliant job with it. And like you said, it is—it's very subtle, but it hits all those points that it needs to hit with the textures and the colors, yeah. while yeah. still being subtle and not over the top and yeah, gaudy. Yeah, no, that's what I was just going to you know? say: is it, it? It wasn't in your face either. Right. It wasn't well, like oh, Italy explosion. And that's more just... of a challenge than you might, <laughs> you know. That's more of a challenge than you might think because, you know, oh, I'm going to get good flame for this. Italian can sometimes be gaudy. Italian can sometimes be over the top. And so, you know, 
there's a lot of creative restraint yeah. that was practiced in putting this together. And again, I see that stuff when I go in and I look at these rooms. This was by no means my first experience at Portofino. I've stayed there countless number numbers of times. And I will tell you consistently, never had a bad experience. Never had an experience where I said, okay, this place is going downhill. Mm-hmm. It's an incredibly well-managed property, incredibly well-staffed. The service, the food. Although I will say, well, I know we're going to get to the food in a little bit. I will say I think Mama Della's is starting to take a turn for the worse. Um, they were better a few years ago than they are now. Um, Trattoria del Porto has never been good. Um, Biche is amazing if you get a chance to eat there. And, but really, the standout for me was Sal's, Sal's Marcatelli. Yeah, well, that's a perfect time to just go in food. Um, I, I think the highlight absolutely is Sal's. Uh, it's just a small little quick service restaurant that's right beside the staircase that used to come down from the lobby to go into the piazza. And then that's also right across from uh, Mamadella's. And it's got just little standard sandwiches that you would want, like chicken parm sandwiches, meatball hoagies, uh, really fresh salads that they'll toss up for you. And uh, of course, drinks, beer, anything. And first off, it's not it's not uh, expensive at all. Uh, it's I disagree. I disagree really? on that point. I have always found... Uh, here's the thing with sales. In comparison to what you're getting, the quality and quantity of what you're getting, no, it's not expensive. But when you haven't eaten there before and you go in and you see the prices on some of this stuff, you're like, whoa, okay, wow. I'll we're agree a, with that. We're yeah. in a theme park. But then when you get it and it's so fresh and so well-made and the quantity of it, I mean, these are not small That's, plates. Yes. Then you're like, oh, okay. <laughs> I get it. So... You know, Sal's, yeah, you're going to get some sticker shock, I think, looking at the board. But it's worth it. But it's absolutely absolutely worth it. it. And, you know, I I feel like um, it is arguably one of the best counter service locations I've seen at a theme park hotel in a long time. Mm -hmm. And then they also have Mamadella's and Biche, which are both open for dinner every night. And Mamadella's is set inside of you. You look like you're in the house of an old Italian mama and she's doing all the cooking for you. And I mean, you walk around this place. Each room looks completely different. You might sit at a table and everyone has a completely different chair. It's match furniture. It's you have the you have the little uh little tchotchkes everywhere that are very consistent with an old Italian lady's house. Just come to my mother's anytime you want to check it out. <laughs> and if you wanted to, you could spend hours in there looking at just yeah. the different little things that are on the wall and on the shelves and stuff. And there's somebody always walking around who's mama and mama changes, you know, because she can't work 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, but then you have the, you have the roving enter- entertainers. You usually have uh, one guy on a guitar um, and somebody else singing. And like I said, if you're in there and it's Ann Smith and you'll know it's Ann Smith because you will hear her voice and you will think, Oh my God, what is that? I'm listening to. <laughs> Who angels, is that? I'm listening the to angels have entered the building. <laughs> and just this incredible, incredible voice. What this woman is doing singing in a restaurant is beyond <laughs> me. She is absolutely brilliant. And, I'm a huge fan of this woman. This woman has no idea who I am. Although we tried to buy her a drink one night because we were hanging out at the Thirsty Fish. Yeah. Um, Walter and I were. 
and her and a few of the others after they got off were sitting there talking to some folks and we tried to buy them they weren't allowed to take it they weren't allowed oh, to take drinks yeah. from guests and I was so I was heartbroken <laughs> it was heartbroken she came over and said hello and thanked us and explained why she wasn't being a, yeah. a diva <laughs> but they're they're incredibly talented it is a little awkward um, the whole I normally don't like it and like I said the only time I don't wave them off is if it's Ann Smith because I want oh please please because I will sit there and go oh my god you're amazing um, the food at Mama Della's let's just talk about that yeah because all the entertainment and stuff in the world doesn't matter if the food isn't good. And I'm not saying the food isn't good at Mom and Della's. It's not as good as it was. There was a time where I would go to Mom and Della's once a month and sit down and eat something different every time. And it was, you could just tell everything, the, the ingredients, the preparation, everything was top notch. The last few times I've been there, I just haven't had that experience. See, I, I enjoy it every time, but I'm not a big fan of going out to get Italian food. So like, I never go to the Olive Garden unless Kylie's dragging me there. Uh, it's Italian's just not big for me because I think I can make good Italian at home and I can't. So <laughs> I'm just going to get that out of the way. But I, I usually stick for the traditional things there, like the lasagna, which is also massive. And, you know, go with your classic Italian dishes. And I don't think you'll ever be completely disappointed but it is going to be one step up from going to olive garden and carabas it's well, definitely worth trying there, you will also notice the price points at these table service restaurants at universal are definitely higher than their counterparts over at disney world and let me explain to you why um these resorts in particular the portofino rely heavily on convention business yep. Um, any hotel, and this is also true with the Swan Dolphin, they rely a lot more on convention business than the Disney, their Disney counterparts do. Um, any hotel that, that has a, a decent, a measurable percentage of convention traffic, the prices in the restaurants are jacked up. Can anybody tell me why? Because they have business ex- They accounts. have expense accounts. Yeah. And so, you know, $45 for a dish, you would pay 30 or 25 for someplace else. Because you're expensing it, not a, not as big a deal. So, uh, hotels that do more convention business tend to raise the rates in the restaurants, and that is certainly true here. Uh, it didn't bother me at Mamadella's in the past, but as I said, I felt like because I felt like what I was yeah. getting was of really good quality, um, and I don't feel as strongly about that today. So now that that price disparity bothers me a little bit more. Again, it won't stop me from going back to Mama Della's. It just tempers my expectations going in. Yeah. And then uh, the signature restaurant there, of course, is Biche. Uh, it's just high up overlooking the entire area. I've never eaten there. It is out of my price range to eat. I, there, have, so. I have eaten there once, and I honestly found the pricing not... I found it consistent with the likes of Citrico, Flying yeah. Fish... Uh, the two the two table service credit restaurants at Disney. Um, I found it very actually probably a little bit better. Uh, the food was spectacular. The service was spectacular. The environment was spectacular. Uh, I yeah. It, it, but it is also it's also like a hidden gem. It's never busy. Yeah. And it's never full. Um, if it is, it's only because like something special is going on. Uh, but it is also a theme park, re- quote unquote, a theme park restaurant. I don't believe they're 
exacting a, a, a dress code in this restaurant. Um, I know when I went to eat there, I was wearing a, a decent shirt and, and sh- jeans. Yeah. Um, and I was fine, didn't feel out of place. So I think, you know, you don't have to. I think that may be one of the things I think it pu- kind of puts people off because it does look really yeah. high end. And just the way you described it, yeah, you kind of got that, that oh, yeah. vibe that yeah. it's really high end. And that tends to scare people away because a lot of people aren't going to are going to pack dressy dressy when they go on vacation. Yeah. Right. And so they're like, oh, you know, I only have shorts or only have jeans. I can't go. Just go and eat. Go and eat. Yeah. And you'll believe me, you'll have an amazing meal. So, and for if you're looking for something for breakfast, lunch, or dinner, Trattoria del Porto is open. About the only saving grace for that is they do have a kids section and that restaurant that your kids can go run and yeah, play. Yeah, go to on. Sal's. Go to Sal's. <laughs> if, if your choice is Trattoria or Sal's, go to Sal's. Because Trattoria has never been good. It wasn't good when the resort opened. It's not good now. It's never been good in between. It's just not good. It's crappy, crappy, crappy buffet food. It makes some of the stuff that Disney serves. It makes 1900 Park <laughs> Fair look gorgeous. Okay, let me put it to you that way. JL, you ate at Splendido, the bar, the I, pool bar. I did. How was that? I really enjoyed it. So I ate there with my friend, and um, I thought it was. I was impressed because the the food was good. They had a decent. Um, menu for being what I considered yeah. a poolside bar. Agreed. I couldn't, I, I had a hard time wrapping my mind around that because it just seemed, it was, it was not just a poolside bar. Um, they had this really great um, patio area, which I thought was, uh, was cool. Again, it's right there by the pool. So if you need something to eat, you actually can have a decent meal right there. And the way that they, there's enough room so that you could actually also have like a big kind of a, a bigger group, you know, if you're having, if you have a family reunion, this is a somewhat affordable way to get a decent meal. Yeah. And, and it was, I, there was good weather that day. The weather was gorgeous. When I ate there with my friend, we just had a wonderful, wonderful time. Good. And I found, uh, particularly at, uh, at this look at Spondido, um, that the, uh, the servers, Servers were wonderful. Yeah, they yeah. really were. Yeah. They, they were, were wonderful. I mean, really engaging and friendly. And I agree with you. I thought the menu was very impressive for a pool for, bar. Yeah, it, it and, was. Um, that, and not just that, but there were good options. Because uh, when we were there, I was just starting to have to like get back on the, on the horse with managing my diabetes. Mm-hmm. So um, I have to be really careful about what I eat because apparently looking at certain foods will spike my blood sugar by 50 <laughs> points. And I found there were some good options on yeah. there for me that I could, you know, work with. Yeah. Um, I don't other- expect any, I don't expect any restaurant to be able to tailor exactly what I need. Um, but you know, I can, I can work with things. There are things I can do. So, uh, cause a lot of times you go to these, I'm finding this out now you go to these, you know, bars that serve food and you know it's you know potato this and fried that right. and yeah. sugary this no i actually yeah. had a really decent meal and it was vegetarian so there was you know there's some accommodation to special dietary stuff going on there like well i just want to point this out we were in in hershey for the meat and we went to trogues brewery yeah not only was there nothing on that menu i could eat they had no diet soda 
Yeah. And no yeah. diet soda. Right. At all. Because they only had uh, specialty sodas. They only had are... specialty sodas, none of which were diet. I was like, I can't get a diet Coke. <laughs> I literally had to have the one bring me a bottle of water. That was it. That was all I could have <laughs> at this place. So I appreciate it when there are places. Well, and again, especially for a poolside bar. Yeah. Another thing that I really liked about this was um, the family aspect. For people with smaller children that are fidgety, and have a hard time for sitting, you know, longer periods of time. Going to somewhere at like a little bit more fancier restaurant can be very difficult for parents with young, young Good children. Point, yeah. This is a place where they actually can go and have a very pleasant meal with their young children. And there's not um, a feeling of uncomfortableness or an obligation to, I mean, you're, there's, there's space for your kids to move around without actually bothering other people. And again, it's right by the pool. It just, it's such a, it's such a really great setup. I think and, especially for families. And kind of t- tacking on of that, you, uh, you know, if you're sitting there eating with your family, with your kids, and the kids finish because they're done. They can just go off and go play. Go run at the pool. There's yeah. a pool right next to you. Exactly. And you can watch them. You can see them. It's where it's located. Yeah. I mean, you have full view of the pool. And it's and outside. Again, it's you, outside. You don't have to worry about kids making too much noise. And it's gated, so you don't have to worry about the running. I mean... You know, I had until you mentioned this, though, I hadn't even thought about any of that. And, you know, stuff. I, and you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I think this is going to be a recurring theme through the rest of the Universal uh, hotels, the Lowe's hotels, because all of their pool bars are amazing. And, and it's actually one thing I think that they do better than Disney. The only exception being the Swan and Dolphin, uh, their pool over there, which of course is not a Disney owned hotel, they have an amazing pool bar. I agree um, with that. I've never seen a Disney ho- I mean, not that I'm. I've stayed at all, well, I have stayed at almost all the Disney resorts. I take that back. I've never seen a Disney poolside bar up up to this level as it as Splendido. That's a good wow. point, yeah. I just yeah. haven't. Uh, and then just to wrap up the dining and lounges, then there's also the Gelateria with fresh gelato. Uh, there's the Starbucks there that is a full Starbucks, one of two on property, the other one being of the hotels, the other one being Cabana Bay. And then we also have the Thirsty Fish, which is down in the Piazza. That's a bar that will serve some small plates and really big nightlife. And they usually have a live performer out there at some point in time, especially on the weekends. And then Bar American up inside the lobby. That's your standard lobby bar that will also serve small appetizers. Uh, just a really inviting place to sit and wind down at the end of the night. That's definitely a, a fancy lounge right off the lobby. Oh, yeah. No. Like yeah, beautiful. I love it. Yeah. Beautiful. I could sit in there for hours at the end of the night. So um, just bringing this all into. So there's also the Mandara Spa there, which is a big selling point. It's the only spa at Universal Orlando. Um, and this is a this is a fairly good size Mandara. Um, I have a lot of treatment rooms. It's full service. Um, the only thing they don't do if you're a guy and you're accustomed to the Elemis spas, which Mandara is an Elemis spa. Uh, they do not do the shaven face, the gentleman's shaven facial, mainly because in the United States, to do the shaven facial, you have to be a licensed barber, and uh, so that's why they can't do it there. I was really disappointed about that, but it is a great, it's a great spa, and it's it's Mandara, it's Elemis. So if you're used to, if you've been on the Disney Cruise Line or if you've been on any cruise, basically, because they're all Elemis. Um, they'll go on different names. They'll have Canyon Ranch. They'll have, you know, whatever. 
um, or senses. senses is the one on, on the Disney ships. They all use Elemis product and they all use the Elemis services. So a lot of the same treatments that you'll get on the Disney ships, you'll find in other Elemis based spas, which Mandara is one of them. So looking at the menu of options at this Mandara spa is going to look pretty familiar to you. So if there's a treatment that you like, Unless it's one of those treatments that, you know, they're not allowed to do because like boat, like Botox injections, because you can get those done on ships <laughs> and they have got, they have these people walking around in the white coats, like they're doctors <laughs> and they ain't doctors <laughs> and they're shoving botulism into your face. <laughs> um, what could happen? What could go wrong? Um, so it, that, it, but I, I've done that spa a couple times and I've always been really impressed with it. Um, it's very much a cruise spa experience. Yeah. Uh, also down in the Piazza area, they have a couple stores if you want to do your shopping. Some of them do carry actual uh, Portofino labeled merchandise. Um, so if you're one of the people who likes to go to a hotel and actually get something that says the name of the hotel you stayed in, you're in luck here. They yeah, actually great hotel stores. It. Great hotel stores of Portofino. Oh, yeah. They're they're all wonderful. There is a uh, There's a game room with some arcade games if you're going there with a younger kid who does want to use them uh for the health buffs out there who can't even stop on vacation there's a paid gym that costs around 15 dollars a day because it's also part of the spa that's why which is i think it's unnecessary yeah absurd to charge for that no hotel at that level look i can go stay in a courtyard by marriott and not pay for the gym (laughs) Um, so I think that's one of the areas where they probably need to get their hands slapped a little bit. Yeah. And if you want to work out for free, they do have walking and jogging paths, kind of like you mentioned already at the top of the show and they can go, they're broken down into quarters. So there's one that's like a half a mile, a mile, and then one that will be a three mile loop all the way around. So no, no, just you can still work out. One other point is that if you are getting, if you have had a spa treatment that day, then the use of the fitness center is complimentary. Yes. But, you know, who's going to spend, you're not going to spend $200 on a spa treatment just for that. And then go to the gym, you'd be ruining the treatment. I mean, if you got a massage and then went to the gym, it defeats the purpose. Well, no, the idea is to do the gym, then get the massage. Oh, I gotcha. Okay. Oh, poor, poor massage people. Touching the sweaty bodies. Well, anyway, what do you think they're doing anyway? They're rubbing tourists. Guys, I've had two <laughs> massages in my life. I don't know. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, other things worth note about Portofino in general, uh, they are pet friendly, like pretty much all of the Lowe's hotels at, well, all of them at Universal, except for Cabana Bay, which is not pet friendly, but it's not just, Hey, I'm going to bring my dog with me along. It has to be a certain breed. You have to have the papers. And then it also costs an extra $50 a night to have them in there. Cause so. there are specific rooms exactly. that you can occupy with that. You must have, papers signed by your vet stating that all vaccinations are up to date don't tell them you left at home don't because you're gonna have a problem yeah find a kennel Um, they do have kennels on property too. they do we just learned this this morning so but you have to you have to have that paperwork with you when you check in um yeah and another thing to note with costs uh it's not free parking at the Lowe's hotels. It's it's actually a little bit steep um, compared to even theme park parking. Uh, that would be $17 a day. At, That's for self-parking. Uh, yes, it's self-parking. The That's how much uh, it is to park at CityWalk now, too. 17 yeah, a day. Yeah, well, then the theme oh, okay, park's okay, at 17 sorry. a day. That's what I was saying. And then at the hotels, I want to say I haven't 
I didn't it, look at my no bill. Way. I think no, it's I more than that. I it's think it's $22. Like $20, yeah, I believe it. I, I yeah. remember it being $22. Yeah. $22. $22. Self-parking. Not valet. Not valet. And then Self-parking. Valet, I want to say, is 35 or 40 It's yeah. that's really really 40 park, I think it's 35. it was... It, for, yeah. for valet at the day at Universal, I know yeah, that. Yeah, I don't remember yeah. what it was at the resort. I don't think it's 40 Um, But it's up there. I yes. want to say valet was 35 and that's But then the, you tip. That's the same at the three... Uh, not moderate value. The deluxe? The deluxe ones, that's it. <laughs> that's the same at the three deluxe resorts there. So Portofino, Hard Rock, and Royal Pacific. Cabana Bay actually has cheaper parking because it is considered a value. But, but that cost just keep is that in mind. for parking for the day, from what I understand. Exactly. So you can leave, and then when you come back, you don't have to pay another $22. Yes. Like, it's your... You've, you can park there yeah. for the day. Yeah, if you... Unlike Disney, where if you valet park at one resort... You can go to another resort and valet and not pay again. That's not the case at Universal. Each new if location you pay each new again location to park. You pay to park. Um, so you need to keep that in mind. Again, this is a big failure on, on Lowe's part, actually, Lowe's and Universal, that if I valeted in one location for the day, then I should get valet at all mm -hmm. three locations yep. for the day. Um, that's a big failure. Uh, the the prices they charge for parking are consistent with what hotels charge in major metropolitan yep. areas around the country. If you, especially like San Francisco, Los Angeles, places like that, places where parking is at a premium and they can get away with that, they do. Um, where they miss the boat here is that that is not the way of it in Orlando. And their biggest competitor down the street charges less for valet and doesn't charge for self-parking. As a matter of fact, most hotels don't charge for parking. Swan Dolphin is an exception. They do charge for self-parking as well as valet. And then as a guest, what what what's, what is your options for that? Don't bring a car? I mean, there's no other well, place no. that you... Yeah. I was going to ask, do the restaurants um, validate or no? They do. The restaurants will... you know, the, And this is the other thing that pisses me off, is that if I go in and spend $200 on a meal, I can get the parking for free. If I'm spending... $3,000 for the week on a room, I yeah. can't. Yeah. <laughs> Even though I'm eating in that restaurant, those same restaurants. That's always driven me insane. Now, they do that because they want to encourage locals to come. They need these restaurants a lot of times, need locals to come and to, to make their numbers. In doing that, you still have to be careful, though. So, Jackie and I went, and when we ate at Splendido's, we were under the impression that Splendido's validated. Not all of the places that you can eat will Table validate. Table service only. Yes. Well, no, well, Sal's will. Sal's will Sal's validate. Will. Yeah. validate. Um, so, well, anyway, so we found that out. That mis We made that mistake and found that out too late. We thought we were going to have our parking validated, and we didn't, and it was, it was an issue. So you just need to be also aware when you are going somewhere to eat that if you're thinking you're going to get your parking validated, just double-check on that as far as location goes. Perfect. Well, uh in terms of that, we've basically covered everything with the exception of saying that uh, on select months, they do also have Harbor Nights, a little event that takes place in the main piazza that uh, is an extra charge, uh, around $70. And you get to sample a whole bunch of wine. And if you're into cigars, they'll have cigars there that you can also try. And, and usually live jazz music. Yeah, live jazz music. Uh, a, a really popular event gets a lot of people there. But There is something else we didn't mention. Sorry. And that is that the um, hotel does have a kids club, Campo Portofino. Right. Oh, right. And um, 
which looked to be very nice. I didn't see it in action, but I did peek through the windows, and they seem to have a very nice facility. Um, what people need to be aware of, though, is that that um, facility isn't open every single night. The way that the Lowe's hotels operate their, I mean, to use a crest term, their babysitting service, it rotates between the hotels every week. So one night, the, um, the kids club will be open at Portofino Bay. The next night it will be open at Hard Rock Hotel. The next night it will be open at um, Royal Pacific. So depending on which night you want your kid to be taken care of while you go out and do whatever else you're doing, you may have to take them to a different location than when hmm. you're at, where you are actually staying. So you need to get that schedule ahead of time. That sounds like a staffing thing. That sounds like they either don't have enough people or they don't want to hire more people. Well, I'm not yeah, sure that, what the uh, issue that's, is. That's yeah. exactly it. But that also brings up the point of transportation. Um, yeah. there is, the only transportation available from Portofino is by boat. Now, it's a great boat ride. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's a great boat ride. Boats run roughly 15 to 20 minutes apart, and they all go from all three, uh, Royal Pacific, Hard Rock, and Portofino, go to City Walk, where you can transfer to get a boat back to the Hard Rock or the Royal Pacific, uh, if that's where you want to go. There is no boat service to Cabana Bay. No, not yet. There also is bus service, though, that is... To Cabana. Uh, well, yeah, to Cabana, but there's... At the hotels, you can get bus service to go to City Walk to then also transfer really? there too. Yeah, it's not. I've it, they never do not seen run it. as quickly. Uh, it's very <coughs> come as uh, if you get lucky and catch it. If not, you're waiting I've a long time. Never, I've never yeah. seen a bus. I only thought it was the. No, they they have buses too. They, I think it's only one that literally goes back and forth, so it doesn't come regularly. They want you to either take the boat, take the boat. or to walk. Yeah. And the and, and the boat ride is so it's beautiful. Like real quick too. That's the thing. It's, it's like, so beautiful. Yeah. Or the rickshaws. See now with with rickshaws. Hard Rock, with Hard Rock, you really—I mean—you're so close to everything. I mean, it's the closest of the three yeah. in terms of walking distance, and you can walk to Portofino from there. You can walk to Royal Pacific from there. The Royal Pacific is a little bit of a hike, but you can still—you can walk between all three of them if you don't mind, you know, absolutely. It. But Portofino, other than Cabana Bay, Portofino is the farthest walk yeah. from yes. the yeah, center yeah, of absolutely. City Walk. Yeah. So final thoughts on it. Uh, Portofino, that is. Rhino, let's start with you. I, I always uh, judge a place by my mother comes to visit me maybe once every like um, year and two or three months. And I always think to myself, like, I don't want her to, to keep bringing her to the same place all the time. So is it is it is it worthy of me to give up certain days of my mother's experience and this other thing? And, and I would say that the first day I was at Portofino Bay, my thought was like, Man, the next time my mom comes, I've got to like surprise her with a night, and or like well, a couple nights. Does she here watch the like show? That. Yeah, she does. Oh, no surprise! Shoot. <laughs> <laughs> She's gonna text me in like surprise, two weeks. Mrs. <laughs> surprise, Mrs. Rhino. Yeah, <laughs> but so I I have to say like I look forward to sharing that experience with her or other people. So you know that's that's where it, it left me in that great area. Nice, know? Dustin. I've always loved uh, Portofino. Of course, you know I haven't been going there nearly as often as maybe Pete has, but it's uh, every experience. I've stayed there maybe like two or three times on every experience that I've had. The rooms have been wonderful. I think that uh, Portofino in terms of the general 
hotel areas has the most to offer uh, in terms of all of the uh, universal hotels. And I think that's why it is their flagship. That's why we've kind of, you know, talked about it in that way earlier. I think that the other ones have a lot to offer, but Portofino probably does take the cake for me as my favorite universal hotel that I've uh, experienced so far. The only one I haven't stayed at has been Cabana Bay, but I still think that Portofino would remain my favorite. I think, you know, um, there were very few issues that we did have in, in discussing this. And there are things that, you know, Universal could fix. But I think overall, um, this has been a very positive experience. And uh, I'm glad to hear that Rhino enjoyed his stay there so much. Jail? What, what is there here to possibly complain about? I mean, it's just, it's a great hotel. Um I, surprisingly family friendly. I mean, I genuinely was shocked because you walk into the place and it is so elegant and upscale and feel with the marble and orchids and everything that we talked about that you tend to think that maybe it's a little bit too stiff for children. And yet at the same time, it's just, it's not, they have a lot there that um, is very family friendly. When I stayed there with my kids, we were very comfortable. We never felt out of place. We never felt like we were imposing on someone else's experience. Um, All around thumbs up. Well, as I said in the beginning, this is my favorite resort in Orlando, and certainly nothing happened on this trip to change that. Uh, I do think uh, Lowe's and Universal can do a better job uh, in coordinating some of their services with each other and with the other hotels. We were talking about the concierge being able to book tickets. We're talking about Mm -hmm. valet being recognized across the properties. I do think Mamadella's could stand to have a real soul-searching re-examination of what they're doing and maybe look for ways to improve. That being said, this is a phenomenal resort, oftentimes less expensive than some of the other ones because, again, they're being the, the rates are yielded based on occupancy, and it seems like Hard Rock is the first... Hard Rock and Royal Pacific are the first ones to fill. And when that happens, when those two are doing really well, um, sometimes Portofino isn't. So if you're, if you're pricing out a, a stay at Universal... Do not assume that Portofino is going to be out of your price range. Uh, Oftentimes, you will find that it is less expensive than the other two. So uh, I can't recommend this place enough. It is a great experience. Its access to the parks is is excellent. I mean, it's such an an easy trip over to the parks. And it is such a beautiful place to come back to. One downside is there is there can be a lot of walking to your room because it's 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 750 rooms, but it's spread mm-hmm. over a large amount of space. So keep that in mind. But uh, hands down, my favorite resort in Orlando is Portofino Bay. Oh yeah, I I've said it before on the show. Portofino isn't my favorite hotel at Universal. That's because you have no taste. Well, I mean that's that's part of it. I don't have any taste. Um, but for some of the reasons why you dislike it, specifically the how spread out it can be, that's part of what I love for it. I feel like all the other hotels, you are so close and enveloped into it, but specifically at Portofino, I feel like I'm kind of off in this little comfortable oasis because I mean, you only have one major you have one major road beside you and then you can't really see the backside to the other roads around you. You're just really cut off there and so it's very quiet all around that area at night. And that's that's for me, someone who likes to be out at night in roaming hotels, not in a weird way, but <laughs> <laughs> in, a, in a normal way. Uh, 
it's no, no, nothing, not creepy at all there. Nothing, no, nothing creepy. It's this. You cannot get more comfortable all around. You feel at home there. Everyone is always smiling and having a good time. Staff is incredible. I, yeah, it's just you can't beat it. And then as Rhino's talked about this bed, they're they're heavenly. You just get in them and you hate that you have to get up and actually. Well, do don't confuse the, the Starwood day. products with the Lowe's products, but they are I, the point well taken. Because uh, <laughs> the Starwood beds are the heavenly beds. No, I. <laughs> these are these are incredibly comfortable. They're they're great, and I I would never turn down a stay at the Portofino Bay, especially Hotel. when I'm paying for it. Uh, yeah, and then it's even better. But I mean, no, it's you cannot go wrong trying out this hotel. And if you don't go there, at least walk around, get and just mm-hmm. wrap yourself around it because that's the only way you're going to ever really truly appreciate this place you have to go and experience it at one point in time and with that i think that's going to do it for this very special universal land and sea episode we will be back next week with a uh no we'll be back tomorrow we'll be back tomorrow that's right we'll be back next time tomorrow to talk about the hard rock hotel but until then thanks for watching and remember portofino is universal what does that even mean (laughs) 